0: Time for Bump and Run, the podcast all about golf. Here are your hosts, Bob and Gene. And welcome to another edition of Bump and Run. This is the uh, Masters Recovery Edition, I guess you'd call it. We're a little late with this one, but uh, we had a lot of work to do at the Masters, and then we had a week of recovery. So we're back at it here. <laughs> exactly. Hope everyone, hope everyone so here enjoyed the Ma- Masters coverage. I am Run. And I am Bump. Welcome back. Uh, so let's... Uh, we obviously have to talk about Brooke Henderson, and we'll get to her right. and her latest win, her number sixth Ooh. win of her career. Brooke. And Henderson. and uh, but we will recap the Masters. Not so much about Patrick Reed. I know um, people uh, read all the stories about Patrick, right. and and it was a, a different kind of a, an atmosphere with him winning. But but you it's know, weird, I get asked a lot. Atmosphere. I get asked a lot about. What we actually do at the Masters and what goes mm-hmm. on behind, kind of, it's the biggest thing we do golf-wise right. on TSN now that we're not doing any more live broadcasts like we used to. We used to do five live events uh, a That's year, like actual day. play-by-play, which right. is amazing. Actually, come a long way, but it's expensive to do. But so we do four hours of broadcasting a day. And what else do we do? We do. Well,
1: we do the post shows, uh, the half-hour yeah. recap shows that we have to tape stuff for Sports Center requirements. Yep, the four hours, of course, that we're on live with the bonus coverage. Um, radio requirements, webs, <laughs> radio web web requirements, podcasts, uh, affiliate hits. You know, for all the CTV family. Um, those
0: are those are always fun, right? Like you yeah. get uh, Newsnet and CP Twenty Four and. Sometimes the people asking the questions aren't quite golf aficionados. Right. So you get some interesting <laughs> questions like where are they having the masters this year? <laughs> yeah, that was
1: that was a killer. Like at least just give a little look-see to yeah. see what we're dealing with here and uh How are well, the Canadians doing? How's
0: Mike Weir doing? Well, Mike missed the cut, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, They had the
1: Tiger Woods stuff, right? At least they were on top of Tiger Woods.
0: Everybody knew Tiger Woods. Um and so we uh we go down there en mass with a crew of twenty three no what do we have eight, eight, it's nine, nine, nine 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 players people.
1: nine p- players and uh
0: and we and you know augusta is not a big place it's like no. i think two hundred thousand people, and so this is a huge week for it and they actually um they actually uh you know adjust everything for this week, so the school yeah, no break kidded. school break is that week, so a lot of people can go away and because there's not enough nice hotels in the area to handle everything they uh, people rent their houses, That's so we right. had a new house. We had a new house this year. It was a we cool did. house.
1: It was in the uh, older. It was closer to the course, which was really great. You know, yeah. instead of uh, you know getting out of there at eight thirty, whatever we get out there on a normal day, and you know heading to the restaurant, and getting home in uh, after a, like a thirty forty minute drive, it was only ten minutes, which was yeah, amazing. that was nice. That was really nice.
0: Big difference, and the house was—it um, kind of looked like an Well, it was built in 1870 or something, and it had been redone. And it had uh, like lots of bedrooms, but they were. It was basically that the family living there had seven kids. A lot of children. A lot of children. children. And, it was crazy, uh, but they
1: were, it wasn't like one was like sixteen. No, you know, the oldest maybe was eleven.
0: And the youngest was like a newborn, so, so basically. So do the math. Maybe so do yeah. the math.
1: That's not a lot of break time for for uh,
0: that poor mother. For, for has the been mother, pregnant yeah. for ten years. <laughs> it seems like I'm sure. <laughs> and then they bought a TV. That's um, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, but I it was a nice home. It had a had a swimming pool, and then it had a little like a little house at the back that's of the right. property. It was a big piece of property and it had like a little house where you and puffy from uh, from the Rubber Boots Rubber, podcast. Yeah, you guys right. stayed out there. That's I never right. went out there. I actually never looked in there. What was it like?
1: It's uh it's not very big, but it had you know, I had I I think there was a couple that I believe rents this. Um they seemed like a couple that the guy was a, a going to be a dentist. So, when we walked in, there was a book on, there was a note Hey, welcome to our place. You know, um, here's a book. On, it was like a book of dentistry. If you're if you ever need to read, like there was no TV in there. There was no television in in, in the back. You mean area. somebody
0: somebody else lived in that place? Yes, like not the main family. Really? No,
1: it was it was somebody else. Uh, they went to Georgia because there are a lot of Georgia bulldog pictures, which is not uncommon in Augusta. I think everybody wants to go to the University of Georgia if you're from Augusta or,
0: or Augusta State.
1: Right, but I think it's mostly Georgia because every even the even the you know the students that uh, drive the drive us around at uh, uh, from the TV compound to the media center or wherever they all want to go to Georgia. Okay, because I think they want out of Augusta.
0: So but anyway, we're staying in this we're staying in this big house, and uh, it's the, 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 you and Puffy were in the little house, and the rest of us right. were in the big house, and we cooked a lot of meals there, and we we ended up buying getting way too much beer because we left beer there for them, which is the first time I think that's ever happened. That's the first time. Um, And it's... it's, No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go
1: ahead. Oh, and of course, you know, we went through the cases of Steam Whistle. Thank you, Golf Canada. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) So then we go... There's an international broadcast center where we are housed, which Mm -hmm. is at the one end of the property. It's at the far side behind the Par 3 course. And that's where all the international broadcasters are. So Tokyo, Sweden, Sky... Um, ESPN uh, Deportes yeah. and international. Yes, the Spanish guys are right beside us in the next room, yeah. so you could hear them all going crazy. Last year when Sergio won, and yeah, that then, was and then funny. Again this year, and then again this year when he put five balls in the water. <laughs> <laughs> so it's quite a quite a mix down there, and you run into people all the time. It's it's uh, it's quite something. So and then we have a little set that's actually on the par three course. That's so right. when you saw James Duffy and David Hearn and I, we were actually on the par three course. But then there's the main media center, which is. Couldn't be further away from where the International Broadcast Center is. It's at the far other end of the golf That's course. That's right, yeah, behind so they have a little the second cart. hole. So they have a little cart that takes us over there from, like, a little shuttle service, which is kind of cool. They're driving uh, us out,
1: Weeksy. Yeah. They're trying to drive us out. Get yeah, all the it's media pretty, uh, away from the course.
0: It's a pretty cool It's a pretty cool operation, and they, uh, yeah. they have... The biggest thing this year was the new souvenir um, building, I guess you want to call it. Yeah,
1: which was massive
0: it was housed on the site of the old press building right. which they knocked down day after the last year and i mean describe it what it was like oh. a macy's
1: well it basically is like it's 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 just like the it's just like the new um it's just like the new uh the new media center it's like the white house like with with augusta obviously cost doesn't matter timing does so when they start they're like it doesn't matter you get it done by this day and right it's, they don't care about it costs they don't care about the cost and it's i guess it's nice to have that because you know that's a that's a concern for everybody when they're doing construction but not these guys man it is unbelievable um, this place you know it's so well organized too right it's sort of the layout of here's clothes flow. here the, it's it kind flows of like when you, line, when
0: you i lined up uh, the first day with James and I lined up because we had to get shirts cuz our luggage with shirts didn't come long story right. but and it was like a ride at Disney. Like there's this big, long, winding lineup, but it, it constantly moves. Mm-hmm. But then you get inside the building, and you think, "Oh, we're in." And then there's another line <laughs> <laughs> inside the building. Now we didn't go back at peak time anymore, but during that time, I couldn't help but thinking it was just like just like Disney. And I know they've worked with the Disney people to kind of work on traffic flow and things. But uh, they and I think David Hearn said he counted. What did he say? There was like seventy-eight. Cashiers or something? Yeah, there was boat, yeah, there was
1: something like eighty cashiers. Like it was, wow. it was ridiculous. Like one hundred twenty eight different kinds of hats. Yeah, um, like the <laughs> a countless amount of T shirts, shirts, golf shirts, sweaters. Um, you were gonna buy a master's dog collar that was sold out, which was unbelievable to me.
0: I should have bought it the first time, and I went back the second time; they were all gone. All gone they all gone. Dog I I bowls. Hit dog bowls they had baby shirts they had all sorts of stuff it was crazy
1: yeah it's it's a it's quite an operation and again when they do it they do it right it's like when they built a new driving range it's like it just yeah. they just dropped it in it's you know it's, it's, it's just lame. so pristine and perfect and it looked like it had been there for years just like the new media center which has all the bells and whistles like it's it's it really that 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 tournament is is very well run like they know what they all want. And you All can't for tell. One them. week a year. Yeah, exactly. One week a year where the city does, what, a quarter of its revenue? Something In like that. In one week? Yeah. It's, it's nuts. Like hotels you it's would crazy. never stay at that are like 30 bucks a night on a normal week or 120. So, uh,
0: so, some other news. We did a uh, crossover podcast with uh, the Rubber Boots guys, which you can listen right. to. Um, Bump, was, Bump was a little, uh, he had a few beers. A few <laughs> he years. taped it. <laughs> I had one. I had a few less than you, but we both had some beers. It's a fun podcast, and uh, and then there was the winner. You know that guy Patrick Reed, who um, I don't know. It was kind of weird. It's funny how I was thinking how like a lot of, a lot of people didn't didn't really applaud for him, or it wasn't the mm-hmm. huge cheers. They applauded no. for him politely, but it's going to be interesting to see how loud they cheer for him in September in Paris. Yeah, no, because <laughs> he's the guy you want on your team.
1: That's right, and you know he put, you know. People don't like Patrick Reed. That's just how it is. That's his persona. You know, there, it is what it is. He's, you know, you know. You, everybody's read the stories from right. college and all through. And you know, for in general, he's not a great guy to deal with for us right. either. Um, I'm not going to lie to everybody. He's not a great guy to deal with. But what he did, what he did on the course, was pretty remarkable for a guy who hadn't really had major success. But the walk up 18 was so strange. Like so strange, yeah. he, you know. What once he hit his approach, I don't know. He had about what twenty feet. He had two putt from twenty feet. He was gonna make. I don't think anybody thought he was gonna was yes. gonna three putt that from there. And you know, even when he tapped in, you know, usually it's like a you know compared to Sergio last year, or or oh, yeah. anybody else. It's it's a it was a subdued, polite applause, and you know, it's it was just so surreal to. To watch, you know, people being polite about it, but not necessarily pulling for the guy who won it, which I, I don't yeah, I really know if I've seen ever at a master at the Masters I've been no. to.
0: I don't know if I've ever seen that at a major. I mean, there were right. huge roars for Jordan, huge roars for Ricky, uh, even John Rahm got some pretty big roars. But uh, but poor Patrick. Anyway, he's got the green jacket, and as I right. said, That's all he'll, get lo- he'll get lots of roars when uh, when they get to Paris and he's on the Ryder Cup team for the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: switching. <laughs> yeah, Paris will not be kind to Patrick Reed, but probably not all the Americans anyway. So it doesn't matter.
0: Well, the Americans will cheer for him. The French probably right. won't. But, uh, but I think he likes that. He feeds off that. He oh, said he yeah, feeds off sure. that. So it's interesting. He's, he's um, Poulter.
1: He's Ian Poulter on the U.S. side, right? Poulter. Yeah. Boomy. Who cares? Poulter without
0: care. Poulter without the personality. Right. Maybe that's, I don't know. That's a great point. I'm, we're painting an awful picture from him. He's not a. You know. He's just just different from what we've been used to dealing with, so who knows, it's everyone, everybody has a story out there. Exactly, you're right. Uh, So let's switch gears to uh, Brooke Henderson, and uh, Brooke has uh, captured her sixth LPGA Tour title at the ripe old age of 20. Unbelievable. A commanding performance, wire to wire, in the wind, difficult conditions, and I think this is, um, to me, this one of the six that I've seen, anyway, seems to be the most dominating one that she had. I never thought she was going to stumble here at all.
1: No, she, and even when, even her, the stretch at the end of her third round where she had the four putt double and bogeyed 17, you know, her, the lead shrunk. She had a four shot lead down to a one heading into uh, the final round. It was, but it was, I don't think it was ever really in doubt at all. I agree with you there. Um, she was so solid. She said it after a round. Her ball striking was so solid. Um, and it had to be because the conditions were not easy in Hawaii there. Um, but you know, you look at her. You look at the stats. You know, about sixty-five percent of the fairways hit, over seventy percent of the greens hit in tough, windy conditions. And you know, even on the green, well, yeah, she had the four putt. She was pretty solid on the. She was pretty solid with her speed, I thought, most of the tournament. And she didn't seem. I don't know if you noticed this week. you know, sometimes when she's struggling with the putter, she kind of stabs at it. Yeah, I found it. I found her. I found her stroke to be more flowing, and and she wasn't really stabbing at that at the putter. And obviously, that proved to be the what she put her over the top.
0: She was aggressive with the putter, I thought, yeah. and I know the grass is that type that sort of you got to hit it firm because it dies quickly. But she she was fairly she, she was rarely short of the hole, right? Uh, at least the last two days when I was watching, she always seemed to be past the hole. Not a ton past. She only had fifty putts the first two rounds, so that was pretty good. And she was sub thirty in the uh, in the last round, always good, and then thirty five in that middle one. Of course, four of those were on that one hole. But um, I just thought she was very mentally tough. Yep. She was very. There wasn't really a lot. Of holes in her game that you saw like normally her short game can let her down a little bit around the greens right as we've talked about before but that didn't seem to be the case this time so and of course when you hit whatever it was 70 percent of the greens you don't have to rely too much on your short right game. exactly so that's, that's even better but uh now the question is um what's the rest of this year going to look like
1: yeah and all of a sudden the expectations change i think um but she you know she has played well this year and she has put herself in contention um, and just this time, she managed to carry it through to the end. But again, like you know, Brooke going into any year can win multiple times, um, can win a major or two. She has that capability. Um, mm-hmm. The top of the women's game is is pretty stacked with uh, some really good talent. So it's not, you know, it's not always easy to win. And you know, you, you even looking now, you got like Lydia Ko, who has who's kind of off of her game a little bit. Right, so yeah. when she starts, like she 's going to find herself right she's too good of a player not to um she's going to find the consistency that she had um you know now n b park's back, and you know Lexi's playing well, and jutanic Arn's back playing well um it, it's it's not it's not an easy tour to win on
0: um see it is it,
1: easy right don't you
0: well, I think they think there's only a select group of people right. that wins out there there's like four or five, and I think that's. More so the case on that tour than it is on the p j yes. tour but you never know I mean there's I always think it's people
1: more four or five but uh
0: but, yeah, yeah, I mean but look at look at down the stretch Imbi was in there, and yep. uh Shen Shen was in there I mean there were some big name players going up up against Brooks, so I think she's in that same classification and I think the other thing Absolutely. that's interesting that I find interesting was that she she actually um she's actually become sort of a huge hit not just in Canada, we kind of claim her as our own, but it's more more so than uh, uh, even in um you know in, in the United States and Asia I mean she's yeah. she's a global phenom right now
1: yeah she is something she is someone that definitely the LPGA can build around for sure um, cuz not only is she is she talented but she you know her looks as well you know she's blonde blue eyes she's got that she's got that look for marketing purposes right and yeah. and again like when you're when you when you're like that and you're quality talent like look what the LPGA did with Natalie Gulbis right like they tried to market her, market her, market her, but she wasn't winning consistently. You know, I think Brooks got six wins by 20,
0: even if she plays. Six wins, wins by 20. I mean, she's well-spoken. She says all the right things. She dedicated everything to Humboldt. Yep. You know, I like all that stuff that, uh, that just makes her kind of a standout. And the LPGA tries to
1: do a, a ton of stuff with, you know, if you if you follow the LPGA on Twitter, they're kind of like the European Tour in a way. They try and do stuff with their with the players to try and gauge, gauge some interest. They're doing that emoji challenge, which – you know, Brooke got all of them right again, like she's at the top of the leaderboard in that one too. Um you know, if you follow some of them, like they try and they try and get the their people out there because they have to get their people out there and and definitely Brooke is one of the one of the players you can build around, you know. It's it's gonna the next major is gonna be which I believe is the players, um or the PGA, PGA. sorry. The PGA, not the players. Um you know, which Brook has won, like, that's going to be, you know, you got Michelle Wee playing well, you got Jessica Corder playing well, you got Ari Jutanagarn playing well, you know, Lexi Thompson, Lexi, Indy Shen Park, Shen. Shen Shen, you know, I. you know you just, it, once Lydia Ko, you know, you got all the top players playing well. Again, it's like, it's kind of like, you know, our, how excited we were for the Masters, right? Because all the top players were playing well. Um, I, the next major for the, for the women, you know, sh- should prove to be Something quite remarkable, and, and again, you know, Brooke is right there.
0: I will, I will say something. It's like uh, that we we talked about with, or that Tiger was saying before the Masters is, we should temper expectations. You know, it's not yeah. she's not necessarily always going to play great no. all the time. So if she doesn't win the next sixteen tournaments in a row, you know, we shouldn't be disappointed. <laughs> I think we no. can still no. carry on.
1: But she will, but, you know. I think it's easy. It's easy to say she's probably going to win another. Another tournament at least should probably have another multi-win season. Which again, you know, it's unheard of for Canadians, right? Canadians, sure. you know, on both sides, right? Not just the women, but the men. You know, and not every Canadian pro has won multiple times, and she's already done it. She's already done it, and if she does it again, and it's not, it's safe to say she could win another major easily. And you know, she may sure. not. She may not. But I, you know, with with this early win, I think the you can. The expectation is there's probably another win to come.
0: Yeah, I I, I would be surprised if she doesn't win something. Yeah, exactly. The, of the year, but all right. Well, that's uh, we're gonna wrap it up. Um, it is interesting to note that our pals Jay and Dan were uh, discussing uh, bump and run, Right. but it wasn't us. That's it was right. On their podcast, <laughs> bump and run. It was their podcast. And uh, apparently, Bump and Run are the mascots uh, at NASCAR. Did you know that?
1: I, I didn't know that until uh, I heard their podcast.
0: Well, we're going to leave you with that little uh, bite here about uh, Bump and Run. And um, uh, I guess until then, we'll. Uh, we should maybe we'll talk, talk
1: to... to our lawyers and uh, see what, uh, see what <laughs> yeah, we got here. So this is or kind maybe of we're going to have to start
0: where. Maybe we're going to have to start wearing like costumes to do this podcast. Maybe we're how, do know, how do you should. know
1: I'm not wearing a costume right now? Well, that's true. I got I mean, so that many costume. dance costumes at this house. You yeah, know, I exactly. could just—I uh, exactly. yeah, could be a present. One of my daughters yeah. is a Christmas present this year in one oh, of their productions, good. so I could put the Christmas present,
0: uh, Christmas the present, on?
1: yeah, with the bow and everything. You know, elf Excellent. shoes, whatever. Excellent. <laughs> All right. <laughs> There's a visual right. for you to to carry on to next week.
0: Well, until next
1: time, I'm Run. And I'm Bump. We'll talk to you again.
0: And you shot these promos with Bark and Fitz? Is that right? The NASCAR mascots? The the race mascots uh, were named Bump and Run. Oh, Bump and Run. That makes more sense than Bark and Fitz. And um, they both had reverse boners because their tails were erect but protruding from where a tail would protrude from. For some dogs, does that mean they're aroused if their tails go straight up? I don't know, but uh bump had a big barrel no, big, big barrel. we don't we were trying to determine if it was part of the costume or if it was a real life belly.